Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 260. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where I bring on a member of the Blueprint Live Online team. This week, we are jumping into the Blueprint Diagnostic Exam, the half-length diagnostic. It's an exam that a lot of you are scared of, a lot of you avoid for no reason. And we're going to jump into a conversation today about the diagnostic exam. And then in the coming weeks and months, we're going to be breaking down question by question each of the questions on the Blueprint half-length diagnostic so that when you take it, you can come and listen. You can hear how we are breaking down the questions on the podcast and on our YouTube channel, premed.com. TV. Before we jump in, though, don't forget to check out blueprintmcat.com. Sign up for a free account. That's how you get access to the Blueprint MCAT half-length diagnostic. You get that for free, as well as 1,600-plus flashcards on Blueprint MCAT's brand-new spaced repetition platform. You get access to full-length one from Blueprint MCAT, widely considered the best third-party MCAT full-length exams out there, and you get access to an amazing study planner tool and much more. Go check it out, blueprintmcat.com. Alex, back for some more MCAT podcast. How are you doing, my friend? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. Thank you. New podcast, new year. New podcast, new year. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's rock and roll. Uh, new blueprint mcat test that we're going to start to do a deep dive in students seem to love these deep dives into we've done full length 10 from blueprint uh we recently got done reviewing full length one from blueprint which everyone gets for free by signing up for a free account over blueprintmcat.com uh and they also get for free a half length diagnostic that we're going to start to jump into but before we jump into that the biggest question I always get is like, do I even need to do this half-length diagnostic? What is the point of this? Isn't it just there to scare me and sell a, a Blueprint MCAT course or a Kaplan course or a Princeton Review course or whatever whatever had diagnostic you're taking that day? W what is your thought when students say, Alex, do I need to do a diagnostic? You know, oh, that's, a, that's such a great question, right? Because I think just almost at first glance, it's a, it's a little bit of a strange thing to offer, right? Just like, hang on, this test is half the length of the real thing. Like, to what extent is it even applicable? Mm -hmm. And it's so funny. And this is why I feel like I spend often, you know, when I teach the live course, I'll spend the first probably two or three lessons, like, 
really pushing people to take the diagnostic. And I think right off the bat, right, you know, it's not a tool to sell courses because I encourage people to take it once they're in the course. And I think it's so, so valuable, right? The MCAT as an exam itself is a little bit over seven and a half hours long. And I think for many people, kind of not only have they never taken a test, you know, this long, they've never even taken a test like kind of anywhere close to this long. And what I think is so valuable about the diagnostic is that it's, you know, it's half length, right? It's long enough to kind of cover the scope of the MCAT and to kind of, I think, pretty solidly peg, you know, approximately your level of preparation mm. while actually being a really good introduction into kind of testing on this kind of time frame, right? Not quite at the length of the real one, mm-hmm. but kind of long enough that you get an idea for what taking the test is like yeah. and to provide a really solid starting point. So a student takes the half-length diagnostic, they take our advice, they go and take it, and then they see what in their mind is this atrocious score because they're thinking, okay, I saw the newest AAMC data, the average MCAT score for students who matriculate is a 511.9 or whatever it is now. Um, oh, is that, is that, did that just come out the other day? It, is it, it higher this year? It is higher. It went up. Uh, but I did a whole podcast. I want everybody to go listen to it. I did a whole episode on what the data actually means. And everyone's freaking out going, oh my gosh, the MCAT scores keep going up and up and up and up for matriculated students. And what they're ignoring is the average MCAT score is also going up and up and up and up. And actually, it's outpacing the average score for matriculants. So the average no longer is 500, right, is, is what we consider the normal bell curve. If you look at that bell curve, it's shifting. And now it's like a 501 point something uh, is the average MCAT, which just tells me students are getting better at taking the MCAT because of the MCAT podcast obviously. Um, And so students are getting better at the MCAT. And yes, scores are going up because of it. And logically, it would make sense that there are more people with higher scores applying to medical school. It's not that medical schools are looking for only the higher scores. So I did a whole breakdown of that, like correlation doesn't equal causation, stop freaking out. But yes, the, the scores are getting higher. And so a student takes a diagnostic and they will then look at that score, whether it's a 496 or 488, and it's it's pure panic. What do they need to think about when looking at that diagnostic score? You know, it's it's so funny that you say that because I was in, of course, of course, exactly (laughs) the same position. In fact, I would even say I was in a relatively extreme position because I lacked a lot of the basic science content when I first started studying for the MCAT. And Mm. there's an entire separate episode about that. And I think it's, this is so interesting, right? Because I think for many, you know, often the kind of, I think the types of people who want to be doctors, I think it's, I think it's fair to say, you know, very highly motivated, the kinds of people who listen to the MCAT podcast, you know, perhaps even more highly motivated and the types, they are the types of people who when they take tests in college, do really well. I think it's really scary to get a diagnostic score back that says, you know, you are in the 15th percentile. And I really stress whenever students kind of feel bad about this, it's like, hang on, 
you haven't even started yet. Yeah. Right. It's like, I don't know, arriving at the DMV to take your driving <laughs> test, like before you've ever sat in a driver's seat before. And before you've feeling... never seen a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and then getting, you know, sad and feeling terrible when you happen to crash. It's yeah. like, well, if you've never driven a car before, you're yeah. not going to nail it the first time. Yeah. I prefer to think of full lengths not as tests in the traditional manner, right? Because, of course, I mean, they are tests, right? They are copies of the real test, you know, and they align with the real thing quite closely. But I prefer to think of them instead as snapshots, mm. right? What are they? They are taking a picture at a particular point in time of your kind of global MCAT readiness, yep. right? And if you're going to improve your performance for this test, right, you don't just need one snapshot. You need a series of snapshot to snapshots to trim, eh, to string together into a trend. Okay. So very similar. We, we, I use the kind of marathon running analogy all the time, metaphor, when it comes to taking the MCAT. Nobody's going to go out and run a, a four-hour marathon without any training, without ever stepping foot into a running shoe. Um, and so if you were to go just get off the couch and go try to run a marathon, you're going to be less than 15th percentile of all the runners out there running the race. Um, and you'll probably end up in the emergency room on top of that. Um, and, and so it's the same thing. You are are out there taking this evaluation, this it's it's like a pseudo self-reflection, right? It's it's an external company testing you, so therefore it's not really self-reflection. Um, but it's after you're done doing it, you are then able to reflect on your performance and go, okay, I remember some of this stuff from my classes. I don't remember a lot of it. Let's go. And and that's really at the end of the day, um, the the goal of the diagnostic is just to wet your beak, get the get the the joints loosened up, uh, and get you ready to start running. Yeah, and and with that in mind, actually, I, I often also advise people that, you know, I think often people will take the diagnostic and maybe be disappointed. Yeah. And then often they'll go on, you know, they'll study maybe for two, three, four weeks, and then they'll go and take the first full length, full length one, which of course, you know, if you'd like to review that full documentation now available in the MCAT podcast feed, and they'll see that their score either stays the same or, you know, declines by a point or two. Mm. And I, and I, I like, and I always say to people as well, like, you know, that's actually kind of to be expected because it's entirely possible that you're, in fact, I would say probably even certain that you're underlying MCAT readiness has improved, mm -hmm. but of course you've doubled the length of the test, yeah. right? And kind of mental fatigue is real. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. So when should somebody think about taking that diagnostic? As soon as you start studying for the MCAT, like literally right at the beginning. You know, okay. you need a you know, in the same way that if you want to train for a marathon in six months, well, then you should know what your marathon time is right now. Mm -hmm. So right. somebody who is a, a second year student who's probably a year out from taking the MCAT, uh, who is still very far out from starting to study from the MCAT 
for the MCAT, you don't recommend like somebody random who's a couple years away just go take a diagnostic just just because. This is an interesting and like specific situation. Yeah. Where in general, no, I don't recommend people do that because I think the sc the scope of MCAT prep, you know. Although it does look different for everyone, there are elements that are common to everyone. Mm -hmm. I think certainly, you know, if you are a freshman in college and you're interested in to like to, to see, you could take the diagnostic, right? But it means that you don't have that resource available to you when you are actually, you know, when you are mm. like seriously studying a prep period. You know, of course you could take it again, but you know, <laughs> as we know, retaking full lengths, you know, or or half lengths, even often many months or years after you've taken them the first time, it they're not as representative. Yeah. I don't think it provides you with a kind of serious, concrete advantage or any really any actionable information. Okay. Right? If you're a sophomore, right, who's going to study for the MCAT in a year, it's like, well, what use is a snapshot of your performance now? Yeah. In the sense, you know, you'll probably take some more pre. You know, you'll probably take some more prereq classes in the meantime, which will adjust your underlying readiness. Don't you want the diagnostic to capture that? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Any other final words of wisdom for the students and their diagnostic before we jump into Blueprint MCAT's diagnostic in our next episode? Uh, Enjoy the diagnostic. I know that sounds. I know that sounds crazy, right? I know often for many people, you know, <laughs> enjoy <full> torture. <laughs> yeah, I know for many people it is a harrowing experience. But I do. I think for many people, the diagnostic is their first exposure to how the MCAT tests content, and I think for many people, right, one of the reasons they want to pursue medicine is a love of not only science but of kind of problem solving. Mm -hmm. You know, that is to say like, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'd, I want to meet with a patient and I want to hear about their, I want to hear about their background and about their symptoms. But ultimately as a doctor, you know, I would love to be able to synthesize those sources of information together into a diagnosis. What I love about the MCAT and one of the reasons I became an MCAT instructor in the first place is I think that the MCAT is in a lot of ways a really beautiful exercise in problem solving. And I think if you are the kind of person for whom that is also true, I think just taking a step back and, you know, having a look at the structure of this first of your first exposure to MCAT content as a exercise in this activity, I think really helps maybe reframe this journey. All right. So there you have it. Another MCAT podcast in the books. An amazing conversation yesterday with someone who scored really, really well on their MCAT exam. It's like 520-ish. And she's like, I listened to your podcast. That's how I did so well. I'm like, okay, thank you. So if you are listening to this, you're in the right place. Go put everything we are talking about to use, put it to work, and go do well on the MCAT. Don't forget to go check out that free account at blueprintmcat.com to get all the amazing free goodies that they have to offer. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast. This is MedEd Media.